It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards, and it's your host, the real Ed Oliver. The Washington Wizards selected Johnny Davis, Big Ten Player of the Year. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. Just want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I am reacting live. I will get to the chat. I'm going to just talk. I'm going to get my reaction to the pick. I, I really think it's a solid pick. Johnny Davis. Uh, of course, you got the Taco Bell commercial. So that's good ties there showing that he's <laughs> he's a great marketable, marketable player. But in all seriousness, I think this was a good player. Tommy Shepard said that he wanted dogs, and I think Johnny Davis definitely is a dog. This guy gets down and dirty defensively, uh, plays with his hair on fire, plays with 110% energy, is very physical, plays with a lot of physicality, played quarterback in high school. This guy was the Big Ten player of the year, consensus All-American, 19.7 points per game, per game and 8.2 rebounds per game. This guy rebounds and plays hard that to be six foot five and play with that physicality and rebound at that rate. And that clip is incredible. This guy is a legitimate, efficient mid range scorer, And he does, he plays like he watches Devin Booker. When you watch him play, this guy can dribble the ball with both hands, can put the ball on the floor with both hands. I remember watching the Michigan game. He, he and he also, he put up 37 points and 14 rebounds against Purdue and Jay Nivey in that tough elite matchup game. Johnny Davis is a bucket getter. Um, the interesting thing for me, I think a pick 10 was a solid pick. I know AJ Griffin dropped to about 16. So I don't have any gripes with any guys that went past him, except for maybe AJ Griffin. I think the wizards definitely could have took a look at drafting him. I know there's the knee concerns and whatnot. Um, the interesting thing is that Adrian Woj tweeted that Johnny Davis, the wizards drafted a point guard. He drafted point guard, Johnny Davis and Johnny Davis didn't play much point guard. He's more of a two guy or he's more of a two or a three shooting guard or small forward. He said it himself. I do want to get to some Tommy Shepard quotes as well, but Johnny Davis is is a tough-minded, tough-nosed guard that can really score, can fill it up. Another NBA comparison is is Josh Hart. He plays – in college, he played similar to Devin Booker. And in Wisconsin, offensively, they basically gave him the ball and just told everybody to get out of the way. He was an isolation scorer, a tough, tough shot creator, tough shot maker, had to rise up over guys and score – had an ankle injury in the middle of the year. 
His numbers went down after that. But Johnny Davis was pretty high on a lot of people's big boards. And the Wizards, remember, they 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 talked to him. They had an interview with him at the at the combine. Then he had a solo workout with the Wizards at the start of workouts. So Johnny Davis is a is a is a great is a great player. I think it's a solid pick. Stephen A. Smith was very upset that his Knicks did not end up with Johnny Davis. So I think that bodes well for the Wizards as well. Um, was a top five rebounder in the Big Ten. I just want to pull up some numbers. Also, this is um, per synergy as well. Johnny Davis, you look at the, some of the numbers, he was in the 91st percentile with long mid-range shooting. Now, does that translate to the NBA? That's definitely the question there. Is he going to be taking a lot of mid-range shots when he comes in? How is he going to fit with the Wizards? Is he going to be playing behind Bradley Bill? That's the question mark. Is he going to start? Is he going to be playing? I highly doubt he plays point guard. The Wizards need a point guard. They still need to find that. How are they going to find that? Are they going to – who are they going to trade to find a point guard? But Johnny Davis is a solid pick. He was in the 65th percentile uh, for court spacing, which isn't good. He shot about 30% from the three-point line, 58th percentile at rim efficiency. So he does have to work on finishing at the, at the rim. But he's an explosive player. Before that ankle injury, you saw a couple highlight dunks. He, he gets his hands in the passing lanes. He gets steals. He gets his hands in the passing lane. He has a, a decent size wingspan there. Um, he's not afraid to get physical and, and get a couple steals and mix it up there. Um, he averaged 1.1 steals per game. So that, that shows that he definitely gets in the passing lanes there. So, um, but looking at his usage rate there, and that contributed to some of the, the, that could contribute to some of the poor shooting from the, from the three point line. He had a 31.6 usage rate per usage percentage rate that showed how much he got the ball and how much they really ran their offense through Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis got to the free throw line a lot as well. Six free throw attempts per game. Six 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 point three free, uh, free throw attempts per game. Shot eighty percent from the free throw line. That shows how tough he was, how creative he was. He is somewhat. He's a three level scorer. Has to work on the three point shot, but he took a lot of tough shots. He was asked to take a lot of tough shots, and he is an underrated playmaker. He is an underrated guy that can create a lot of open shots for Wisconsin. If you watch some of the tape, he he created a lot of open shots for his Wisconsin teammates, but they just weren't able to knock them knock them down at a consistent clip there. So. Johnny Davis, man, he he is an he is an offensive playmaker. He he's a guy that you can give the ball to now. Coming off the bench, I think he's really going to do some damage against second units. We'll see if he can crack the starting lineup his rookie year. But if not, I think he can learn a lot behind Bradley Bill and be a key contributor uh, day one for the Washington Wizards. So I, I think it's a solid pick. I really do. I think it's a I think it's a I think it's a good pick. I think Johnny Davis is a, is a great player. Uh, he's what the Wizards are looking for for sure. Um, I do want to get to some quotes uh, from Tommy Shepard. And then after that, I'm just going to get um, a quick reaction from you guys and subscribers who are watching and listening. And I'll just, you know, have a, a conversation with you guys and we can just, you know, rock out for the rest of the night and then look at the rest of the picks. I know Usman Jane went to the Thunder. That was a, somewhat of a surprise pick at 11. The Knicks traded their pick. Got to go over some other picks. But I think Johnny Davis is a good pick. I know a lot of people have mixed reactions on it. Um, but I, I think he's a solid, he's a great pick for, for pick 10, where he was the value. You, you weren't able to get Benedict Matherin. Dyson Daniels went uh, right before with the Spurs. I want to say, I got to look that up to make sure. Um, Jaden Ivey went to the Pistons. So a lot of guys were gone that the Wizards were rumored to have interest in. And I think at pick 10, you end up with a guy that has a very high floor. Johnny Davis has a very high floor. I think he has a high ceiling as well. I really do. This guy has moves. He can create separation. He created a lot of uh, shot, uh, shot creation, Good has some step-back moves, in-and-out moves, behind-the-back dribble moves. This guy is very offensively polished. Tracy McGrady 
said out of two guys in the draft that he says that has all-star potential, he felt like Johnny Davis was one of those guys. So that that is a great endorsement from one of the greats in Tracy McGrady as well. So I like that a lot. But I, I really do want to get to some of Tommy Shepard's comments here really quickly, and then I'll talk with you guys and just get the consensus on how Hoysers fans feel about the pick. But uh, before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Boom, shakalaka. We have big news. The one, the only, the one and the only NBA Jam is back. RK1UP, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a, wait for it, Shaq Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the court and set the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. No fouls, no free throws, and no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. Pre-order now from RK1UP.com. That's RK1UP.com for an estimated early September ship date. RK1UP is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $399. Check this out. They are giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition to a Locked On listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at RK1UP.com slash Locked On. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th to enter to win the NBA Jam Shack Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's get to a couple of quotes here, and then I'll open up the chat to talk with you guys and get you guys a feeling on the Wizards' first round pick of the 2022 draft here. So um, the Wizards didn't pick another forward. So I know people are happy about that. And I know we, we drafted a wing over and over and over again. So this is something different. So I know the Wizards are, I know a lot of Wizards fans are, are excited about that. So um, Tommy Shepard and his presser, his, his um, uh, first round pick uh, draft presser, he says, uh, Johnny Davis, I think he has, he's got untapped potential. Um, another quote is he's got, he's a competitor and got a champion's heart. Uh, as well, talking about Johnny Davis, um, that was from Wayne Cole. The first quote was from Josh Robbins. Um, and then Matt Moderno has a, a quote saying that Johnny Davis says he has no problem playing the one because he can bring the ball up and get the offense started. Said he mostly played the three in college. Now, the only thing about that is um, some of the playmaking he did average. I want to say, let me look at the turnover number here. He averaged two turnovers per game. 2.3 turnovers a game and 2.1 assists per game. So he does have to work on the um, assist to turnover ratio. But I think, you know, his, his usage rate was super, super high there. Um, and I think with the Wizards, he'll be asked to do different things. So I, I do see him in a world with the uh, second unit. Like, let's say he's out there with Corey Kispert or Rui. Um, I think he's going to be able to find guys to knock down some shots and, and some jumpers out there, um, you know, getting getting guys some, some open shots for sure. So, um, but yeah, we're going to, open it up to the chat here and get to that. So Joseph Aria says, Ed, 
what's going on, man? He says, Joseph Larry, uh, I'm sorry, he is Joseph Larry. He says, Johnny Davis at 10. How are we feeling? Um, I like the pick. Tommy Shepard, once again, he said he wanted dogs. This is a guy that is a two-way player. He's going to play hard at both ends on the floor. He plays with 110% energy. Um, the guy can really score and create a shot for himself. He just has to work on the shooting 30% from three. How is he going to fit next to Bradley Bill? How does this help the Wizards? Uh, at pick 10, there just weren't a lot of point guards available at pick 10. They didn't want to trade back. They just stood pat. They, they weren't able to trade up to a top five pick at all. So I think Johnny Davis is a good pick. I like the pick. The only guy that I possibly would have taken other than Johnny Davis, you, you can maybe point to Atari Eason or somebody like that. Um, but other than that, and, and uh, A.J. Griffin, who really I thought he was going to be a top 10 pick, but the knee injuries it, are definitely a concern. And you could you could see that, you know, a lot of teams passed on him. He ended up going pick 16. Um, Jeremy Sohan went right before at the with the Spurs with the ninth pick. I'm sorry. Dyson Daniels went to pick eight with the Pelicans. I thought he would have been a solid pick for what the Wizards need at that point guard position. I think Dyson Daniels, another swing skill for for Dyson Daniels is shooting the three. Dyson Daniels struggled with shooting the three. So um, I think the Wizards came away with a good player. He's, he's a solid pick, man. He's a good player. Like he he has a very high floor. And he really did play. I'm not going to compare him to Devin Booker, but, you know, the Michigan game when he got the ball in the high post, he got the ball, swept through, went to the right and scored. Then they gave it to him again on the on, a, on another play in that mid post. He swept through, went to the left and scored. So the guys ambidextrous can use both hands to get into the basket and, 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 and um, handling the basketball. So um, pick 11 was Ujman Jang. from New Zealand. The Thunder drafted Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara. The Hornets drafted Jalen Duran and then traded him to the Detroit Pistons. The Cavaliers took Ochai Agbaji at 14. The Hornets took Mark Williams at a Duke at pick 15. The Hawks drafted A.J. Griffin at pick 16 at a Duke, and the Rockets took Tari Eason. The Bulls drafted Dalen Terry at pick 18. So, um, yeah, I don't really I don't really see the Spurs drafted Malachi Branham, who I really liked out of Ohio, out of Ohio State. The Timberwolves drafted Jake LaRavia. That's a, that's a pretty big surprise right there, Jake LaRavia. Going to the Timberwolves at pick 19, I was not expecting that. I know Jake LaRavia was a good, uh, great, a solid player at Wake Forest for sure, but I did not anticipate him going to pick 19. So um, Jay Terry says, let's go. I like the pick. Hope he develops with with us. Um, the next person, Joseph Laria, again, says, I think I think his defensive mindset. Um, I like I love his defensive mindset with the Wizards needed guys that think have a defensive mind. You got KCP, Daniel Gafford. Uh, and Denny Avdia, of course, he has a defensive mindset. He's a defensive – he's a guy that thinks about defense first. Uh, last year he did. So we need some guys. We need some dogs on defensively that are willing to defend and uh, be physical out there. So uh, Brandon Scott, my guy Brandon Scott says, I really like the pick. Was hoping we grabbed A.J. Griffin, but I'm cool with Johnny Davis. He's a dog. We need dogs. I'm on the same wavelength on you. I think that's the only guy that I can really say, oh, man, I really wish we could have got that guy. Um, at pick at pick 10. Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara. He went pretty high at pick 12. I think he's going to be a solid player as well. Um, Fred Fezzo says, Brandon, you, me, and Chase seem to have nailed the pick. So, um, yeah, you got you guys got it right. Johnny Davis at pick 10. I think I think the Wizards, they were very high on him, and, that, and that's a guy that they really wanted. Uh, let me see where Jeremy – yeah, Jeremy Sohan went right before at Baylor pick 9 to the Spurs. Um, Will Snot says that was an amazing pick. He reminds me of Jimmy Butler. Johnny was a clutch player and he was very aggressive defensively. Yeah, Johnny was clutch. He was clutch. 37 points against Purdue. He had some really big games. Uh, he had 25 points in a, in a tournament game as well, I want to say, against Colgate. So 
Um, Johnny Davis was their go-to guy, man. He was a legitimate scorer. Guys, people were not able to stop him. You know, he took a lot of tough shots because he had to, but Johnny Davis is a bucket getter for sure. And I think it will translate to the NBA. I think at first he'll come off the bench for the Wizards behind Bradley Bill and KCP. Uh, I can see a bench unit of, I don't know who the point guard would be coming off the bench, but, you know, Corey Kispert at the two, Johnny Davis at the three, maybe interchangeable. Rui at the four and then Gaff at the five. I think that, or, you know, you gotta throw Denny in there with the bench unit somewhere. So you just got to get in where you fit in. Maybe he could play point guard coming off the bench. Maybe he could, you just never know. I, I, th- I thought he showed a, a lot of playmaking ability at Wisconsin, but guys just weren't able to knock down shots. Um, Caleb Halberg says he's excited for this year. Ben says we need the youngest to actually develop. It's time to show massive growth, especially, especially from Denny, Abia and Rui. Hopefully we find a point guard and we'll be straight. Yeah, we still did not find a point guard. The, the night is not over, so trades can still be made. But, you know, I know they're linked to Monte Morris. Josh Robbins from The Athletic reported that. So I don't know what the Wizards would have to give up. Of course, they're not, you know, they weren't going to trade pick 10. I know they were linked to Malcolm Brogdon a lot, and they ended up not giving up pick 10. So I was ha- I was happy about that. And uh, they got a young guy. You know, Johnny Davis, his freshman year, he averaged six, six points a game. And, you know, he jumped up to 19 points a game. So it shows the improvement, the will, and the want to to get better. Um, Jude M. says, guys from Washington, University of Wisconsin, never pan out. Yeah, I know this Frank Kaminsky. Um, Nigel Hayes went to Wisconsin. I'm trying to think of some other guys that went to Wisconsin. I actually got to look that up to, to, to see if that statement is true. I know there's there's got to be somebody that came out of Wisconsin that panned out. Um Tyler Higley says, what are we going to do at point guard? I really don't know. They're linked to Monte Morris for uh, uh, in trade talks, but we'll we'll see how that ends up. Uptown Dre says, yo, Edo, with the strong arm emoji. But I'm going to get to some more comments, and then we'll wrap up here tonight. just want to thank you guys for joining and, and watching. Um, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments developments and league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports, scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Battle line where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. So let's get to some more comments here in the chat. We got 68 people in the chat. A lot of a lot of people in here. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and watching. Uh, where do I left leave off? Caleb Halberg says, Ed been busy tonight. Let's get all the Taco Bell to celebrate. I don't eat Taco Bell myself. But um, Johnny Davis, he makes it look good. He makes it look good. Um, here's another quote that Tommy Shepard said. I got this you know, from Hoop District five minutes ago. He says, Johnny Davis could go between the one and the two pretty easily. I have great confidence in our backcourt that Bradley Bill can handle the ball. Both positions seemingly we're going to try to have three ball handlers. So 
it really looks like they're going to have a point guard by committee this year. They're just not going to have, I, I just don't see the Wizards really hitting a home run on that point guard spot. It's very early. Um, but, you know, DeJounte Murray, you know, that, that was a pipe dream. And I think SGA, I think that was a pipe dream as well. Monte Morris sounds more like an attainable, attainable point guard. If they don't bring him in, then I don't see them really doing it via trade. I see them doing a free agency. Then, you know, if John Wall does a buyout, possibly that could be an option. Uh, DeLon Wright, Tyus Jones, guys like that, Patty Mills, Ricky Rubio, Schroeder. Those are some of the names that um, would be attainable in free agent. I want to say Corey Joseph from the Pistons is a free agency. So is a free agent as well. So the free agent point guard market is not um, it's not a deep uh, free agent point guard market. So that's that's just where the Wizards are. They might have to do a point guard by committee, to be honest with you. And they might be trying to you know fit a square peg in a, in a round hole with Johnny Davis at the point guard position because he's not a natural point guard. But can they develop him into one if that's what they really plan on doing, having him play the one? I do want to, I, I'm excited to see him in summer league. I think in summer league, I think he's going to go crazy in the summer league because he's just a, he's just a scorer. And when he gets high, he's a microwave scorer. And when he gets high, he gets going. And I, I love that he's not one dimensional. He's a guy that can do both. Eight and a half rebounds stands out to me. 1.1 steals per, per game stands out to me. The way the guy wants to defend the will, the one, two, the energy he brings really, really stands out to me. It really does. Uh, Uptown Dre says, start JD alongside bradley bill they could they could should and should feed off each other immediately that's intriguing we'll see we'll see i don't know if he's if he's ready to play at the one but it is positionless basketball uh kj says ty ty washington is still on the board maya maya says thank you ed thank you for tuning in maya jay terry says sounds good and uh bundu ononobo says johnny davis will lead us to the promised land um (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. I, I don't know about that one, but um, yeah, it looks like that is it for all the people in the chat. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. I just want to look at the draft board one more time to see if anything crazy happened. The Nuggets got Christian Braun at pick 21. The Grizzlies drafted Walker Kessler at pick 22. Ty Ty Washington really is still available. I mean, the Wizards could try to trade up Possibly they don't have a lot of assets to really move up in the draft or to try and acquire another second round pick. They don't pick again tonight until pick 54. Um, and of course, there were two picks that were forfeited. So the undrafted, the undrafted guys are going to be huge this year. They really are. I've said it before that there's a lot of guys that, you know, there's a lot of guys that played five years in college because of the COVID year, the virus year. And there's two picks that were forfeited. So there's going to be a lot of guys, a lot of spillage. A lot of good guys that are undrafted. So finding that diamond in the rough, as um, as Tommy Shepard and Anton Jameson have said, finding that diamond in the rough could be in the second round or it could be an undrafted guy. Can they find a diamond in the rough like the Grizzlies have found guys like Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks or like how the Heat have found guys like Gabe Vincent and Omer Yurt7 and Max Struess? Can the Wizards do that this year with a second-round pick or an undrafted guy? Uh, Kenny R says, I hope John Wall – makes a return to the wizards um yeah we'll see we'll see it, it has to um he has to do a buyout but like 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 i'm saying right now the the point guard the point guard options are, are getting slimmer and slimmer by the day they're getting slimmer and slimmer they really are um but free agency has not started yet so we'll see what happens i mean june 30th bradley bill has to make a decision or he's he's eligible to finally make his decision 
whether he's going whether he's going to stay with the Wizards, which most likely he is. I think he's leaning towards to do that. I think we all do. Um, so he, you know, he can get the thirty five percent of the uh, salary cap. Um, Marco Figueroa says point guard build question mark. Yeah, Tommy Shepard did say he he likes Bradley Bill the point guard position. You know, is is that ideal for him to play point guard? You know, I, I actually did like him at point guard at some points. I thought he played really well because he, he had to play point guard last year. We just didn't have another option at point guard. He had a couple games where he had double, double, double digit assists and he really could facilitate. And he, you know, he said he learned from John Wall how to, you know, read a pick and roll, how to pass out of a pick and roll. I thought he did a good job of it. I really do. I thought he did a good job playing point guard. But I think at best he's playing at the two guard position at the two spot where there's a guy who can set him up. And facilitate and get the ball to Bradley Bill in his spots. You know, he played really well next to John Wall. Those were his most efficient years from the three-point line. And uh, he played really well next to Russell Westbrook. He had an all-NBA year, an all-star year next to Russell Westbrook, a guy who was a pass for who was who's looking to get his assists. Russell Westbrook's looking to set guys up and get easy baskets for guys. And I thought Bradley Bill played really well next to those guys. I really do. I thought he played some I played he had his best year of his career next to Russell Westbrook, an all NBA, all NBA year. So um but I do like Johnny Davis. He played in the uh, FIBA under nine or the uh, Team USA under nineteen team as well. Um, Johnny Davis, he, he's just gotten better, and I think he I think he has a lot of upside as well. And I think this was a good pick. Tommy Shepard, he scared me when he said, you know, guys are going to be there that they like at pick ten, and it came it came true. It wasn't like he made a reach. There were guys that were available. AJ Griffin was available. A lot of guys were Atari Eason was available. Ochai Agbaji was a wild card for me, who was a guy that I like too out of Kansas. I thought I thought OJ Agbaji would have been a good pick for the Wizards as well. Um, and guys were available. Guys fell. Shaden Sharp almost fell. He was at pick seven to the Blazers. So that was another guy that could have fell. Dyson Daniels almost fell. Benedict, Benedict Matherin went to the Pacers. That was a guy that I loved for the Wizards. If, if he would have fell to pick 10, I, th- I thought that would have been a home run pick. But I, I do like Johnny Davis. I think he I think he's a good pick. I really do. Caleb Halberg says, what's the Wizards ceiling this year? Honestly, um, it's to be determined. A lot of moves can be made. Is Tommy who's who's Tommy Shepard going to trade for at the point? Who's, who's he going to bring in at the point position? That That's that's the that's the huge. Once that is answered, then I can really answer that question, you know, but until that that question is answered, I, I just can't tell you right now if it is Monte Morris. Then your ceiling is around the play, and it's not a knock. Monte Morris is a good player. Don't get me wrong, um, but you know, and, and they had interest in John Collins. That was that was that was reported today too. They were one of the three teams interested in John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks, who's a power forward. He's a thin frame. You know, listening to some Hawks um, media, they say that John Collins is best at the five, and he's better playing. He's better playing offense at the five and better playing defense at the four. He's a guy that, you know, needs a point guard to really set him up and, and get some, you know, laws, alley-oops. But he can shoot the three. He's a, he's a stretch four, stretch five. He's athletic. He's a lob threat. Um, and he, he's scrapping on the defensive end, too. So John Collins, I don't know how he would fit on the Wizards, but, you know, that's just a name that's been thrown out there. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like playing. If, if it's Monte Morris, then you're stealing the play-in, eight seed, probably a first-round exit. Um, if they can get – if they can swing for the fences and get an SGA or DeJounte Murray, which I think is a pipe dream, then sure, I think you can get past the first round. Other than that, you know, if you bring in a John Wall, I, I feel like you know that, that's playing first round potential as well. But if, if everything goes well, you can get to the second round. I think the ceiling is the second round, in my opinion. Uh, Chris says he reminds me of uh, Brand, Brandon Roy, 
the former uh, Portland Trailblazer. I can see that that mid range game. I can see that Brandon Roy had a nasty mid range game. He had, he had some nasty uh, moves to create separation, some ball handling moves, some guys where he can get guys off balance there and just rise up over guys. Yeah, Johnny Davis. He's a guy that you know his he would get to his spot and rise over the defender. That is some of the concerns. Some of the concerns there's pros to his game. The concerns about his game is creating separation. Can he get by guys? Can he get by guys? And in the NBA, if he's not getting the ball that much and his usage rate goes down, can he be an efficient off-ball 3-and-D guy where he's able to knock down threes and knock down shots in a role where he's asked to do that? But if he's if he has a high usage rate with a second unit, with a bench unit, and they're looking for him to score coming off the bench, um, I think that would be a good role for him right now to start off. But if, if Tommy Shepard really is looking for him to play some point guard duties, as he's saying in these pressers, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's intriguing. I, I think I think he has the potential to do it. It's up to the developmental staff here. So I think this is a different kind of pick where we got a guard and, you know, nothing wrong with getting wings at all. But he, he's definitely it's definitely a different pick than what we got in the last couple of years with Rui, Denny and Corey and Corey Kispert. Um, Uptown Dre says Johnny Davis is elite scoring wise against top opponent. Twenty four plus. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at his. You look at his game log here. Some of these numbers that he put put up. I'm, I'm gonna pull this up on ESPN, and then I'll probably get out of here shortly. I want to thank you guys for tuning in once again and staying up with me. 10, it's 10:30 at night, which is not too late. It's not too late. Um, against Houston, who was the 12th team in the nation, this was on November 3rd in the Maui Invitational. He put up 30 points. Put up 30 points in that game, and he was four for seven from the three-point line. So he, he's had some games where he's gotten hot and knocked down the three. Just a little streaky there in that game as well. I want to look at how many free throws he shot in that game because there was multiple games where he shot. There was a couple games where he shot 14 free throws in a game. Shows how much he gets to the basket uh, and how much pressure he puts on the rim there. The Purdue game, he shot 12 free throws, had 37 points. The um, Illinois State game, he shot nine free throws, had 20 points. Uh, another game, he had 30 points against Indiana and uh, shot 10 for 15 from the field. So he, he put up some big numbers there, 25 points against Michigan. That's the game where I said where he just went um, – both sides of the free throw line and just got to the basket only shot one three in that game. Cause he didn't have to shot 11 for 17 in that game. Um, there was, yeah, there's some games where he just, he was unstoppable. And then against Nebraska, he, uh, it was either Nebraska or Rutgers where he hurt his ankle. And then after that, his shooting percentages went down after that game. So, but Johnny Davis had some legitimate games, 25 points against Colgate in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Then he had 17 points in the uh, second round where they lost to Iowa state. He had 17 points, was 9 for 11 from the free throw line. But in that game, he was 0 for 7 from the three-point line. So that's the swing skill. He just has to work on that three-pointer. Just has to work on that time on uh, on his three-point shooting. This is from Pistol Reg 44. I think it's time to bring up Strickland from the Go-Go's. Um, we'll see about that. Uh, Lamb- Lamborghini DC says, why can't Bill play point guard? I, I like I said, I really didn't have a problem watching him play point guard. I thought he did a good job of playing point guard. The Bulls game where we lost to Demar Derozan, where Demar Derozan hit the crazy three pointer in the corner. Bradley Bill was playing point guard. I thought he had a good game. I thought him and Kuzma played really well together and and, and, and meshed really well. Um, and I thought Bradley Bill did did a good job of that. I really, I, I think a lot of people don't like him playing point. You know, he's more of a natural shooting guard. His high, his usage rate went up anyway. There's a lot of times where he just has the ball in his hands anyway. So in his positionless basketball, so I just wouldn't I wouldn't get too much in him playing point guard. I just wouldn't I wouldn't get too you know caught up in, in, in him playing point guard. To be honest with you, there's just a lot of times where he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. And then the way I feel like watching the Wizards, the way they played through their offense went through Porzingis 
in the second half of the year. And I think there's a lot of times where Porzingis is going to get the ball at the high post and they're going to, they're going to facilitate the offense off of Porzingis. A lot of dribble handoffs for Bradley Bill, a lot of dribble handoffs, DHOs for J, for um, um, Johnny Davis. I can see a lot of that happening. Uh, Kyle Kuzma as well. So um, I, I wouldn't get too caught up in the positions in my opinion. I, I just wouldn't. I just know we're really focusing on point guard because the Wizards don't have a point guard of really under contract except for Ishmael Smith, whose contract is not even fully guaranteed in this coming up se- this coming up season, upcoming season. So um, I, I just wouldn't get too caught up in it. But Bradley Bill, he, he, he did a really good job playing point guard f- from what I saw, from what I saw. Um, Colin says, do you think Isaiah Todd will get – any playing time this year. Um, personally, I don't see it. I don't see, I think he's, he's still developing. He, he definitely has to, um, you know, get stronger, get in the weight room, work on his physicality, work, uh, work on ball handling. Because a lot of times when he got in the game, he could barely put the ball on the floor and dribble and create a shot for himself. A lot of the times he was like a spot up three point shooter. He was a stretch four spot up. He was, he, just, he would just sit in the corner and shoot threes. Um, and when you watch him play with the go-go, he's a rim running big, can shoot three, stretch four. Kind of reminds me of Rashard Lewis. You know, he did train with Rashid Wallace um, in, in the offseason before the season, uh, training with him in the, right before his rookie season with the go-go or a little couple games with the Wizards. Um, but I, he reminds me of Rashard Lewis. Doesn't put the ball on the floor much, shoots threes, can run the floor, three and three and D kind of guy. He reminds me of Rashard Lewis, 6'10", 6'11", bouncy. He's a lob threat too, so – Isaiah Ty, he's really got to get in the weight room. He's really got to get used to physicality and finishing around the rim and putting the ball on the floor just a little bit, just a little bit, because, you know, he just looked um, like he's still learning the game. It looked like he's still learning the game out there when he was out there. Cassius Winston as well. I do want to see Cassius Winston develop. I really do. I want to see Cassius Winston develop. I liked him coming out of Michigan State. I do want to see Cassius Winston um, develop a little bit and get somewhat of a chance and an opportunity. Uh, Merle Garrett says, is Isaiah Ty getting called up? I don't see it personally. Um, Kuzma was Kuzma still being on the, you still have that log jam at the four spot. We got 90 people in the chat tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Wizards Nation is strong in the chat tonight. Is Isaiah Todd getting called up? I doubt it. I doubt it this season. We'll see though. We'll see. They got, they got a log jam at the four. You got Denny, you got Rui, you got Kuz at the four. Um, so I, I just don't see it personally. I don't see it. Um, but an, another year in the go-go could definitely help. I want to see him in the summer league. I, that's what I, I want to see Johnny. I'm excited to see Johnny Davis in the summer league. I'm excited to see Isaiah Todd in the summer league again. Cassius Winston, if he's in the summer league, and whoever the Wizards pick at the second, second their second round pick, um, if Andrew Nimhard from Gonzaga can drop to pick 54, which I highly doubt, I'll say a couple guys that I really hope drop to um, David Roddy. Wow, the Sixers drafted David Roddy at, at a Colorado State at pick 23. That's definitely a surprise right there. Bucks drafted Marjon Bowchamp out of the G League at night at pick 24. San Antonio's on the clock right now to pick at pick 25. So um guys, I like in the second. I like Justin Lewis out of Marquette. I like Ryan Rollins out of Toledo. I like um Alondis Williams out of, out of Wake Forest, Ivers and Molinar out of Mississippi State. Those are some guys I like in the second round. I like I like Gabriel Procida. He's overseas, a guy from overseas from Italy. He can he can jump to the moon. He can jump out of the gym and he can he can shoot as well. Nikola Jovic is still on the board too. So he might drop to the second round. Maybe that's a guy that the Wizards can pick up. Um, Trey Trizzy, Trey Tizzy says, so happy being from Wisconsin. Now I live in DC. I have a reason to watch Wizards games. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of Wisconsin fans, man. Wisconsin has a strong fan base. They have a very strong fan. I'm going to look up the next episode. I'm going to look at Wisconsin guys that went to the NBA. I'm just blanking around. All I can think about is 
Frank Kaminsky and Nigel Hayes um, right now. I, I just can't think of any other Wisconsin players for some reason. I, I just can't. I just oh, Sam Decker, the former Wizard. Sam Decker did play for the Wizards, so that is another guy that didn't really pan out. But I remember Sam Decker. Uh, it was a preseason game. He was just lighting the Wizards up in a preseason game. I do remember Sam Decker had the Shaq in the full moment where the basketball like hit off his head. One time as well. Bruno V says, Wall, John Wall and Kimba Walker look to, look to be bought out. Um, I would not um, take a swing on Kimba Walker. I just would not do that. Uh, Kerry Cunningham, a lot of G League guy questions here. Uh, Kerry Cunningham says, do you think Vernon Kerry will play this year? He'll probably play. Uh, not a lot of playing time, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I like Vernon Carey. I do. Um, but he has a lot to work on, too. He's a, he's a below-the-rim center as well but he's he's a strong body guy out of do he was always just a strong body big that was solid at finishing has a good touch around the rim can't really stretch the floor can't shoot the three which is you know you kind of want your big if, if your five can shoot the three it's, it's a great addition but he doesn't stretch the floor he has somewhat of a mid-range game post moves needs to work on that too is a good pick and roll man defensively can't really switch and guard guards out there because his feet aren't fast enough could probably do solid in drop coverage but um, I, I, Vernon Carey, I don't, I don't see it this year. I, I just don't. Gafford's your backup big. Um, I, I don't see Vernon Carey getting. A, he, he, if, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't see Vernon Carey getting a lot of, a lot of playing time this year. To be honest with you, Merle Garrett says, do they draft Kai Soto? Kai Soto's a wild card, man. How tall is he? Like seven foot three. I, I've seen, I've seen some YouTube videos of him a little bit, but I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see them uh, drafting Kai Soto. To be honest with you. Trey Trizzy says Sam Decker the goat. Collins says more Gaffer Porzingis lineups this year. This is probably the last question here. Then I'll, I'll probably you know wrap it up for tonight. Uh, Collins says more Gaffer and Porzingis lineups this year. Um, I like I like Gaffer and Porzingis lineups. I do. Uh, I don't know why West Sunset Junior didn't go to it earlier in the, the second half of the year when Porzingis did play. The only thing is it's matchups. You know, when they do have a stretch four out there, they can put the ball on the floor and score. Like let's say Jason Tatum is at the four, Jalen Brown is at the four, Tobias Harris at the four, somebody like that. Um, it could potentially be a mismatch for a guy like Porzingis or Gaff regarding those guys out there in the perimeter. Harrison Barnes, if they put him at the four, that could be a mismatch as well. Um, so it, it's just about matchups. Um, I know with the Timberwolves, I want to say it was Carl Anthony Towns and like Jared Vanderbilt excuse me, playing at the four and, and Gafford and Porzingis really dominated that lineup. Excuse me. Then they played against the Hawks too. It was like Clint Capella and I want to say John Collins. And they did a really good job against those guys. So I do want to see Porzingis and Gafford play more. Gafford averaged one and a half blocks per game. Porzingis averaged one and a half block, blocks per game. So there's two guys that could potentially really protect the rim and deter guys from going to the rim. So you could see that. Uh, that's a positive there. And they have a good passing connection where Gafford, I want to say Porzingis threw a nice pass to Gafford. And he dunked on a fast break when they got out there in transition. So I do want to see some more Gafford Porzingis lineups this year. I do. All right. So I'm not going to give a grade to this pick. I don't think it's fair to really give a grade. I know consensus and ESPN and other uh, media outlets are going to give grades to this pick. Um, but I, I, I like, I like this pick a lot. I, I think it's a good pick. I think it's a solid pick for the wizards. I think they got a dog that they're looking for. And uh, this guy can come in and definitely contribute um, day one for sure. So uh, Uptown Dre said Michael Finley and Devin Harris, comrade. Yeah, those are good guys. Those are good guys. All right, you guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to Making Locked On Wizards. Your first listen every day. 
we are free and available wherever you guys get a podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell as well on YouTube. Make sure you guys sub it up. Also, um, like I said before, uh, my son is on the way. The due date is July 4th, so I'm hope hopefully I can still do videos um, before that happens. So we'll see. Um, DC Bay, 12th man, he said, what are you going to do with Bradley Bill? Um, I think we all know what the Wizards are going to do with Bradley Bill. They want to bring him back. They want to give him the um, five-year, $248 million contract, 35% of the salary cap. And I think he, he said he's leaning towards that. He said he's already made up his decision. There's a lot of teams trying to trade for Bradley, or trying to bring him in as a free agent. So um, I, I think there's a 99% that um, that uh, Bradley Bill's coming back. Certified again. Yeah, so thank you guys. Michael Finley and Devin Harris went to Wisconsin. They did. They did. So the person who said that earlier in the chat saying that nobody from Wisconsin is good, that is not true. Those are two great players that did go to Wisconsin. So thank thank you for that certified um Certified yams, I appreciate you for that. And Uptown Dre, thank you for that. I just couldn't think off the top of my head right now. But all right, you guys, hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.